Shout out to everybody here on the live. Thank you for jumping on in. Appreciate each and every one of you for being here. Shout out to all of you beautiful people. Thank you for sharing your most precious asset with me, and that is your time. It's a little spicy in here, a little hot with the coat on. But you know what? Let's get the lemon water going. I have a nice juicy cup. Ooh, I'm squeezing it in. Everyone likes a little squeeze now and then, don't they? A juicy squeeze. Ooh. Mmm. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Mmm. Ooh. Got a seed. Mm. Ah, that's great. That is, excuse me. Wow, but that's, I love lemons, everybody. Lemons just make me feel good. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Let's jump into the charts. Appreciate each and every one of you. I'm the Crypto Lifer. I start my day with a workout. Did you work out today? I did. I was drenched in sweat, dripping, getting it done. Now I'm here back, ready to go. Trying to do a white shirt week. Every day, white shirt, all week long. Can I pull it off with a different white shirt every single day? Remember yesterday, if you were in the trading group here and watching us, this is where we were at at the beginning of the live, something like this. And I was like, this thing could make a move, everyone. I was like, measured move. I was like, it's in a bit of a flag. I mean, boy, did it ever. So if you were just watching this channel, had to gander, take a gander on the lifers, take a little bit of a look at us, bang. This is what you would have seen, a massive move to the upside. And then I put this out here. It would dip a little bit, right? Try to get anyone who stopped out in that area, but then it would complete the move to the upside. What's funny is it's starting to do a similar flag again. Like, can this thing continue? I mean, this would be ridiculous if it did. Seven minute is getting low again. Could be a seven minute scalp. So I'm just watching it. You know, when some, when people are hungry for a coin and it starts to pop, sometimes they don't give up and that liquidity can just froth. Like frothiness is like when a wave crashes over, but there's extra spill right? That's what the frothiness is. So sometimes it's just frothiness. Again, if you're getting in the smart man, in my opinion, got in down here, like when we first, we first put it out down here, even down here, Rainier, my elite charter had it out right here. We first had it and then it would blast to the upside. Shout out to all the beautiful people out here. Can I get the likes up to the watches? I would humbly appreciate it. Thank you, dear Lord, for everything you've given me. Thank you for everyone here. Hope you've had a blessed morning, a blessed day, and hope I continue to make it as such. Uh, wake up feeling good, feeling blessed, just, I'm here, you know, um, in the present moment. Uh, when you live in the present moment, there's really no reason to be upset. I'm not worried about the future. I'm not scared about the past. I'm just in this beautiful moment of the present. I live in the present. The present is all you have. You want to maintain the present moment. Like right now, this is what I am. This is what I am right here, right now. I can maintain this right here. I'm doing pretty good. And so it's all about doing that. If that makes any sense to you, it seems far more difficult Sounds simple, but it's far more difficult. But once you get on the zone, it becomes a habit. Living in the present moment every single day. Shout out to each and every one of you out there. Shout out to Michelle. Shout out to my man, Tony. If you're out there listening, we love you. God bless you and yours. Banging on them. So I'm looking at this flag now. Likely to dump after all the shenanigans. Like, let's just be honest. Um, but this thing has just continued to defy the odds. Still has a little bit of momentum on the one-hour time frame. Four hours completely cooked, but it is bending. Could it bend up for more? You never know. It's interesting. So I am just funny. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And at the same time, I, I know it's risky. Very, very risky. But like, what could you, you know, after all the gains, what I do is like you made 80, 90% on the coin. So then I'm like, okay, I'm willing to give back 10 or 15 to see if I can gain another 30. And But that's up to some, me or you. You know, it's up to the person. You have to decide these things for yourself completely, right? 12% to try to, you know. Three to one risk reward ratio about 12 times 336, you know, 
can shave it a little more. But, you know, my opinion, it has to be below some type of support and resistance bar. It can't just be floating. So, but it's funny. We did this yesterday, and this thing would blast. Anything is possible. AGIX was in a cup and handy. I just want to show the power of the cup and handle. Look at that thing. Now, it would go low, but it would never go like, you know. See, look at this. I mean, bang, right? And look, too. This is your swing low to swing low, which is an uptrend. But this is your swing low here. It is, you know, kind of a down, it's a down downer there, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a downtrend for sure. And what is that? Anybody? Anybody? Anybody know what we call this? Anybody in the chat know what we call this? Anyone? Anybody? 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 Anybody in the chat know what we call it? Anyone out there? Let me look at the chat. You might want to look at the chat when you ask a question, Sammy. What kind of divergence? Hidden bullish says crypto alien. My man is on point. He said hidden bullish divergence. He's the man. He gets it. You hit the settings bar. You can actually label these things, which is nice and neat and tight and right. I love it. Nice, neat, tight and right. Hidden bullish divergence. You can label it either one you want. To me, it's kind of as long as it's out there and you're establishing the idea. I guess more likely to label on the divergence area of the RSI, but it is what it is. And look at that move. And this is why we trade these types of setups. And look, the point of control, right? And moving averages, they were, eh. When you are in a bearish time, you will see price action attempt to magnetize itself to the 200 MA. That's usually the first time it hits it, gets rejected as it starts to make a bit of a bottom. And then once the moving averages get tight and start to form, that's when things start to become you know, come into fruition, all right? Rounded bottoms do pay the bills, though. You want to look for these rounded bottoms over time, all right? AGIX, happen to kind of move with Cardano for whatever reason, right? Singularity.net, isn't that what it is, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, For whatever reason, I remember it pumping. Either the people that were into it were into Cardano or it had something to do with Cardano. Am I wrong? Someone could could, could, uh, back me up on that. All right. Fly also on my radar, as you can see, could it continue? Fly's been out of control, right? It's been another hot coin. It's in a flag. The one hour is a little high for me. You know, leaning to the fact that it may come down here and test this region one more time, and it could break down all the way. You never know. But if this one hour does come down and we hold, right, I'm looking at that four hour that is showing signs of life with momentum, and I'm looking at the daily that is, you know, close, you know, could be resetting, you know, interesting things happening. I flip on the moving averages, and, you know, we are just had a golden cross here on fly which is pretty substantial to me we're about to get more crosses and we're touching the 21 it's an interesting concept and something that you kind of want to heed and you want to learn even if you just use this as a learning opportunity of how the moving averages bend and weave you want to see how this is going on here this is important so remember this keep that in you know that's a feather for your hat there all right so fly also on my radar possible idea here high risk today Market's a little sketch on a Wednesday because of the data coming out, right? So, I have the countdown to the Fed meeting target rate probabilities for November 2nd meeting, all right? And you see 82% chance here, all right, that we're going to get a 75 basis point, all right? So, right here, like, target rate basis points. 375, 17, but 
Oh, man. 21 days in three. So we have three weeks to get to the next meeting. Kind of creepy. The Fed, man, playing games with our lives every day. Ooh, that's a loud. Why is that so? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Okay, let's break down Bitcoin for you. Because that's what you come here for every single day. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Appreciate each and every one of you. Clap, clap. Yes, yes. Give yourself a pat on the back for jumping on in here and staying through these bear market times and growing with the lifer. Because we've been moving. And I appreciate each and every one of you. That's not a glitch. That's the... uh... Sorry. That was the beat. I messed it up. There it is. Okay, so check it out. Some call this a cup to handle. It's really not, in my humble opinion. It's a little bit of a stretch, you know, but you do see a bit of a bowl, right? So it has bowled out, come back up. It's made a bit of a, I mean, you could. it has made a cuppy situation from the top to the bottom. You can see it is a canyon of, so, of sorts, right? So here, and if we look at the daily, we're getting oversold below the dotted line, but I've seen huge dumps come from there too. Just because you're there, see, like we were here right there, and look what happened. We unfolded a nasty dump. See that? These two hills, nastiness. So it doesn't mean just because we're down here, you can see momentum is false. However, it can tell you that you're getting through the pain, right? You're getting closer. So you're looking for a divergence at these t- at, the, at these areas, you know? And even here, I mean, this is kind of a flat. That's a downtrend there, and there's a little bit of a divergence here. It's not perfect. Really. Yeah, I, okay, I'll say it's not really. They're too close. But it's almost. The idea was this big one. Swing down to swing down. Swing up to swing up. It's just so substantial. And the divergence that I keep showing on the weekly chart has been substantial. I'll show it if anyone hasn't seen it. I'll break it down in a second. Who here has no idea what divergence is and has never seen it in their life? Who here has never seen divergence in their life? It's okay. Speak up. I want to know. We're going to help you no matter what. So today you're going to learn. So you're going to be fine. All right. So the daily is resetting. The 22-hour is has been beat to the ground. And technically is in one of these low places where it eventually maybe drops a little more, but, you know, is, is fighting for, for a gainer here, right? And you can see where it formed a bit of a double bottom there as well. I'm just looking at the stochastics right now on the MACD, all right, and just the general health of price action. Let we go to the four-hour time frame. What, what I'm not so happy about is we did pump. We didn't get a huge move out of that, out of that pump. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, if I look at it here, we came up and, like, we, if this is our resistance bar, which you can see it here, what a what messy price action. Like, look at the wicks and the movement on the four-hour. Like, compared to the, the last, you know, it's just pretty crazy for price action for Bitcoin. Just wicks everywhere, right? Indecision dojis. We do see sell pressure, right, from the downside. You see, you see I mean, those are tweezer tops. And you're seeing a bit of a bend here. Uh, no, not yet. So that's still pushing up with momentum. So, okay, so far so good on the four-hour. And you did get buy pressure here, though. See this? This candle is fighting for its life today. It closes in three in one hour and 36 minutes. It's crucial that we really close above that point of control that we keep talking about here on the one hour time frame. See if it shows its head up if we show the local area. See right here, 19,113. Like we, we must close a candle above that. Like that's detrimental right now. Every time we stay below the point of control, no good. No good at all. So 
Remember last night, we were looking at Bitcoin. Let me break it down. We were talking about being in a symmetrical triangle, okay? Which it broke out of. Hit the resistance it couldn't get above, 19,171, right? So I made this channel here. And uh, what I'm going to do is, I'm gonna, look, look. Crazy. I'll get into why this was a rising wedge in a second. I want to show you this. But here, you got a flag here forming, right? And you're, you're getting oversold on the one-hour time frame, right? You're getting oversold on the 15 or coming down for more, but you're staying inside of this flag. You're, you're doing this, like, weird consolidation here. Kind of a, I guess you could call it a, a bullish megaphone kind of thing. See this? These are bullish patterns that do break to the upside. Usually, this is they come up, they do this, something here, and they bounce back to the upside. It's interesting. But what I was looking at was this. What I'm going to do is going to move. This was a falling wedge. See? This is the one I keep talking about. I'm like, well, this falling wedge will break to the upside 68% of the time. Right? And you got a bit of a double bottom here. See? So this is what I've been focused on. Right? And then and I'm going to show you the bullish divergence on a bigger time frame as well. But just bear with me. I'm going to show you exactly what I see going on right now. I like to do this stuff in real time. It may, sometimes it may seem confusing, but once I get it done, you, you can see the clarity. So just let me like work my magic here. I even take away all the lines. Like today, I just want to, I don't, I want to just see price action clear. So this is what I'm looking at right here. All right. Now, the idea was that we had this nice trend line. We did break it and we bearishly retested it. So you, there, that's an idea that is, I'm open to. All right. You could say, okay, maybe we're making another pattern and we're staying inside, right? And see, I'm open-minded. That's why sometimes you may see dual action, right? Dual action TA. Now, the measured move for this would be the length of this pole, okay? To the upside. Yeah, I guess you could go wick to wick. And that's what I have here. That's what I have the measured move there, okay? Just want to show you where this line came from. And that's the 19,500. Can we get there is the question. So look, we have a high, we have a low. We have a lower low, we have a higher low. We need to put in a higher high. So it, at the end of the day, two things are about to happen. Big one's going to break up. It's going to get rejected, make an M, and it's going to dump back down to the zone. Simple as that. Or it's going to break up, get above, retest this, and it's going to break up to the zone. We're going to know soon as we get tight into the channel. See? And this is how you can figure out where Bitcoin's going to go. Now, if you didn't know how to use the 15, you wouldn't know this. So many times I'm on the channel here, and I remember I look back after the end of the stream, and like we see we see Bitcoin dumping. I go to the seven, I find a bear flag, and then it dumps down the bear flag to the target. And I'm like years ago. And then I think, man, I didn't like I'll like beat myself up about something about the stream or something. And then my mind will hit me up like, Sam, man, years ago you didn't even know what the seven minute was. I was like, imagine someone that comes to your stream. I was like, they had no idea where Bitcoin was going to go, and you you were able to show them. By using smaller time frames and measured moves. I said, this is, I said, what you, you know, you, I, ha I have to remember what it was like for me when I didn't know these things. And, um, you know, because sometimes you, when you know this stuff for so long, you, for, you, for, you, you forget its value. You know, you know it's valuable, but it's way more valued with someone that's never seen it, right? They're like, oh my God. Like, so we're watching this channel. This is basically what's called a bull pennant, in my humble opinion, right? This is a tight pennant, right? Dad beat. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Thank you for the fire. Reef, take it off. Love to hear that. You're open-minded with a definite slant. 
to the upside. Shout out to Mike Rob. Shout out to everybody here. Working, Sammy. Thank you. Send in your super chats, TA or deep dives. I just realized how grateful I am that I am watching the stream is 1080p. And the day difference is 440 live dealt with the past year. Uh, and day difference to the 144p I've dealt with the last year. Uh, take your little wins, multiple them with love. Shout out to Dustin Calvo, man. We love you, man. I agree. Hey. So look, Bitcoin. One hour could be flipping for us, holding the zone. So we're seeing, can we hold this move? And to me, this is the pattern at hand that we're watching, right? I haven't seen it anyone else draw it online. I don't know if you saw this anywhere else, but this is what I'm looking at. All right. And so this is Bitcoin. We're going to watch to see if the 15-minute can break and make a... So you want to see, can the 4-hour close a candle? If the 4-hour cannot close a candle above 19,261, expect more downside. It's simple as that. You know, these are big areas of resistance. We must get above them. And this point of control, we must use it as a bounce area. We've been playing with 19,100 so much, and you can see why. I've been pointing out with the VR. Now, if you didn't know how to use the VRVP, you'd be in the dark. You wouldn't know what that red line was. You'd have no clue why we keep hanging out here. But now you come to this channel, you find out an indicator that you can slap on called the VRVP, which some people don't know. I didn't even know it was is around for years. I started using it after like three or four years. And then you right-click it. You realize it doesn't look like mine. And you're like, wait, why doesn't mine look like Sammy's? You go to the settings. You go to your inputs. Because you're probably, you get it like this at 24 and it's all chubby, right? So you go back to the settings here and you add a zero to the 24. You're ready to go. You're ready to go. All right? And now you have the point of control. Now when I say the POC, you're like, oh, the point of control. Now you're with me. Now you're actually changing your life. Now you're learning things. Now you're educated. Simple as it simple does, baby. All right? Now some could also see, and I, and I look at everything open-mindedly, is this an M? And it, it kind of is. Dumb to the downside, right? So it's not all gravy here. We're, we can't get above resistance. I mean, this is clear resistance that we can't get above. So, 19,200 has now become a wall. It's up to the 15-minute to get us through. It's up for the one-minute to possibly bend us back. And it's up for the four-hour to continue to the upside. 22 hours desperately wants to make a move back up. Looks bullish to me, right? 12-hour looks bullish to me. 8-hour looks very bullish to me. A lot of wickage to the upside, too, as well. Showing signs of a reversal just like here, just like there. And this is almost a giant... Double bottom here on the eight-hour time frame. See that? So we're seeing indecision. I've made it clear that I'm long. I still got that long open on Max Global. I do. All right. Um, I haven't closed it. I haven't been stopped out. 18,005 is my stop. I'm not going to get liquidated. I will get stopped out. And that's it. Right? So I'm either I'm riding till 18.5 or I'm riding all the way up to, to win. So that's how I trade, you know. Um, it is what it is, right? So at the end of the day, I see this as a falling wedge, which I believe any trader that's been trading for a certain amount of years would. Falling wedges break up 68% of the time. They break up the measured move of the length of the back end of the pole there. This would take us back. It could just be another giant M, but it take us back to about 20,500 area. And again, if you get above this point of control, we use it as support. You know we're going right here because that's just what the VRVP does. You're going to gap through this area. So it is high risk to be in the trade I'm in, of course. 
but it is what it is. All right. So there you have it. All right. And so that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm looking at the big picture. All right. Now I'm also going to show you some other things on my radar. All right. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Yo, where is everybody in the chat? Where you at? Where you at? Where is everybody at in the chat? Let me know where you're from. Let me know where you're from. I'm from Beantown. Funny, I knew this person from Connecticut, and she's like, where are you with a Red Sox hat on? I'm like, hey, what's up, Red Sox? She's like, hey, where are you from? I'm like, Beantown. And she's like, where is that? I'm looking at the person like, like I was in Vegas. They're wearing a Red Sox hat. I told them I'm from Beantown, and they're like, oh, Connecticut. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's just crazy, like, you know, Louisiana, Wisconsin, Houston, Texas, Asheville, Puerto Rico, Latvia, Singapore, Toronto, New Haven, Connecticut, Canada, <laughs> the Netherlands, Nashville, Chicago, Broward County, ooh, Taiwan, I'm at work, Bear Cycle, Rockford, Fort Lauderdale, Oklahoma, Lagos, Nepal, England, San Antonio, Northern California, Cornwall, Newport Beach, Puerto Rico. It's a diamond structure. A diamond, possibly. A little bit of a diamond. I see what you're saying. Um, Jersey Shore, Asheville, Roll Tide, baby. Thanks for the class yesterday. Anytime, Christian. God bless you. Thank you for taking me. Bangladesh, Minnesota, South Alabama, South Alabama, Montana, Vegas, baby, Vegas. Why don't we link up, man? Gina Bombina, Belgian and Thailand, Hafia, New Brunswick, Earth. We're all one. I love it. Shout out to Sweaty Dave. Sweating out the Daveness. Long Beach, California, Maryland, North Korea. Wow. Are you serious? New Zealand, India. Are you really from North Korea? Is that can you possibly watch the stream from there? Is that okay? Caribbean, Bethlehem. Okay, is Bethlehem, um, Pennsylvania, I'm guessing, right? Vegas, Portland, Los Angeles, Louisville, Kentucky, Peckham. Look at ACH, please. Oh, sliding it in there. I see what you're doing. Canadians and Albertans. Oh, they got people from Saskatchewan. We're all over the world here. Wow, and that took away all my, all my thirst. Or gave me thirst. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Appreciate each and every one of you for being here. And everywhere I look, I'm just surrounded by Labradorite essence. Everywhere I look, it's just the essence is flowing, moving, shining, doing its thing. The heart of hearts in the Labradorite. Come on, just sliding it in right there, knowing it's right there. Feeling the intuition, feeling the movement, feeling the beauty, feeling the love. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Appreciate each and every one of you for being here. Okay, do you think Cardano forming an inverted head and shoulder? I don't know. I'd have to see. I don't think about stuff like that. I just look, and it will show me if it is or isn't, right? And we'll get to brass tacks. So you may see the method to my madness here, why I use so many time frames, what I'm doing, all right? So we're looking to see if the one hour can flip us back to the upside here, hold this higher, higher low than this low, and make a higher high, all right? in this small trend to the upside. So that's what I'm watching. 15 minute makes it look the most efficient. So that's the time frame that I'm going to stick to the, stick with us on this pattern. And we're going to go from there. All right. We could easily roll over. I'm telling you right now, there's a high probability we're making an M here and we just don't get above it. And also this is an M. So if we end up down here, it would not be amazed, you know, because if you, if you can't, if you can't break above the point of control, you're going to dump down to the, the low the end of the liquidity bar. It's just how it is. Not saying that's going to happen. I'm, right now, we have to wait to see. 
right? 50 minute is still low. The one hour could flip. We're going to watch. Four hours still has momentum. So anything is possible, right? At the end of the day, you could also kind of say this, like we were saying, like this is a bit of a broadening falling wedge that could break to the upside. So there's always ideas here, right? Let's go to the real small time frame and see if we see like a bear flag or something else though, just to make sure, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, this is also making a, a kind of a flag. See that? What I, well, look what I do see though. I'm always, look at that. We got to make a right shoulder. So we desperately got to get above 19,150. You see how like small time frames have their little battles, which equate to the bigger battles. You see? I do see that as a shoulder ahead and a possible right shoulder forming. And you have to remember, we also had this idea that we were in this. Bearish retest fell out, bearish retest again. Double leap, double bearish retest. So you got to have that on your radar, right? All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. So we're in a standstill on the week, and it's also because of that data. A lot of people were, were reluctant to trade. They're waiting. They're watching. They're sitting on their hands. You know what I'm saying? That's why you can see kind of a little bit of the slower movement today in the market. It feels more like a Friday for a Wednesday, if you ask me. You know what I'm saying? You can feel the watchfulness. You can feel the, te the, te the tentativeness. People were just kind of like sitting on their hands a bit. And you can feel these things out. You can feel the emotion of the market. You really can you know, I don't want to say trade on feeling like when it, oh, I feel this, this coin's going up, but you can feel the sentiment of the human, of the humans around. You can feel the market, right? And definitely like a, a drip dry, you know, um, you know, shout out to anyone that jumped into Kara. I've seen someone in my trading group jumped on into it and now it continued to rip to into the night. So congratulations for you and yours. God bless you for that. That's amazing. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's a diamond it already broke out to the upward momentum people keep saying it's a diamond like you see you're saying this is your diamond here i don't know man it could have broke down no i'm open-minded right and it's bearishly retested and it's about to dump could it be or you're trying to say it's this Oh, you're trying to say it's this. There's many schools of thought, and that's why at the end of the day, it's about supportive resistance, isn't it? Because if it, whatever, whatever this is this, this or this, right? Whatever it is, if Bitcoin can't get back above 19,200, we're going down, agreed? Right? You get what I'm saying? If Bitcoin can't make a high on the four-hour time frame above 19,250, we're, we're not going anywhere, right? So if you play supportive resistance and you just say, well, if this candle can't close above this certain area, we're going down, you're pretty much spot on. You know what I mean? You got, so that's how I look at it, right? And that's why at the end of the day, as many indicators as I use, it's all about supportive resistance. Like, and any, any trader will tell you that. And the thing is when you get complicated into t using tons of indicators, you tend to stray away from supportive resistance, which is what you need. You know, was, or which, what, what will serve you the best. Not, you don't need anything. You need things that serve you the best. You know, need makes you think of lack. See, when you say, I need this, you're saying, I, I lack it. 
So then the universe says, oh, you lack, and then it gives you lack, right? It's interesting. Look what's trending here on Twitter, which is quite interesting. 10,000 XRP. Just disappeared, but it just said 10,000 XRP. Now it's gone, right? Funny. Um, but yeah, do you have your 10,000 XRP? I do. Funny, that's the number of XRP I just decided. I had 20,000, sold half. Uh, but shout out to anyone here in the XRP army. God bless you and yours. We love you. We're streaming here on Twitter, as you can see, every single day. You can hear me in the background there on the Twit, right? Do you have your 10,000 XRP? It's interesting. I want to see how many people in my army have their 10,000 XRP, right? I do no games. And I got best friends to prove it. I ain't jumping on no bandwagon. Because, you know what? I like Brad Garlinghouse's might and his willingness to continue to push. He's not going to stop. He's not going to stop. Do you have your 10,000 XRP? I do. No games, baby. No games. XRP Army, let's go. Like, let's go. Seriously. I don't know how they had it done. There you go. You have your 10,000 XRP. Tweet that. How many of you people in my trading group right now, how many people on the live stream have 10,000 XRP on in the bag, baby? Look at this guy, 75,000. He's like, oh, I got more than 10,000. Now, I'm not saying I'm a whale. I'm just saying I have the, the that's like the low prerequisite. That's the low prerequisite. You know what I mean? This is funny. 88 votes. Do you think spelling is important in Twitter hashtags? Yes, no. What? 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 That's funny, man. Uh, so do you have your 10,000 XRP? I do no games. XRP Army, let's go. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. So I showed you what I believe is going, you know, what how I'm, how I'm going to play Bitcoin. It's got to get above this point of control. It's got to, got to, got to, got to, got to. If it cannot get above this, we're going down. Simple as that, right? And even this, look at this. I mean, I'll be open-minded. I mean, shoulder, kind of chubby head here. I mean, that could be a, a head and shoulder right there. Already ready to dump on you. I'm always open-minded. At this point, we're bearish because we're not above the POC. So it's like black or white, right? Right now, the light's off, right? Then the light could be on, but right now the light is off, so... Until you're back above the point of control, you're bearish. So if you open up a short right now, there's no, there's, it's okay, right? There's no, you know, it's, it's not the word. You're just playing, you're just playing the, the probability, all right? Until the probability changes in a different favor. And it's funny how it could be the difference between 10 or $20. That's what people don't realize. They're like, what a trader, he was about to go long, then he went short, then he went long. He's like, that guy's no idea what he's doing. No, he's a trader. Um, we humbly have over 50,000 XRP. May God bless you, Stanford Mind Co. LLC, with the 199 Super Chat. God bless you and yours. Answer that tweet. <laughs> I have 10K XRP. Answer the tweet. I lost 12K XRP on my ledger. Does that count? Have I lost the keys? Oh, that's so sad, Emery. Life Revision Trading Boot Camp, 3 p.m. Established every Tuesday, Eastern Time every Tuesday, and 9 a.m. Eastern Time Saturday, the last Saturday of every month. Learn the language of the charts. Two, two days that are life-changing. 
Two hours that are life-changing. Thank you so much. I'm trying to read other people's writing always gets me, even though I know what he's saying, but... Honestly, though, three months of the trading group is $330, and that includes the trading course. We throw that in for 60 bucks, 270 for 60 Lifer, when is the next time you'll be on ATV? Thursday, baby. Thursday. Every Thursday for the month, you catch me on Around the Blockchain. Every Thursday of the month. Uh, every Thursday of the week. One day, I would like to see you stream in Doctor Strange costume. What is a Doctor Strange costume? Where is the good place to stake XRP? Lifer, can you look at the currencies and the bond markets? Nah, I'm all set. Appreciate you, though. Just not my thing, and I got a lot of stuff to go over. Sorry. So that's Bitcoin in a bit of a nutshell, all right? Let's move on to the show now and see what's going down. What is the show? The show is like the world markets. The show is everything. Let's take a look at ES1, S&P futures, all right? So this morning, we saw it in the same thing, and then we dumped to the downside, right? And then bearishly retested, just very similar to Bitcoin. So you can see, like, if Bitcoin's doing the bearish retest, so is this, you know? Now, Bitcoin's in a more of a welcoming pattern, I would say. You see what I'm saying? S&P is struggling right now, right? You could say it's in this falling wedge flag. But again, it, it was unable to look shoulder, head, kind of a shoulder, and triple rejection here. Unable to get above resistance, resistance, resistance at 36.35. And I kept talking about how important it was to get about 36.50. And look, there's a point of control here at 36.25 that we were rejected by uh, on the local area too. So S&P is just absolutely struggling, looking horribly ugly. Um, let's make some sense of it together. I'm going to just redraw my lines and see where we're at and just show you what I see. This is the S&P, all right? This is like the world, all right? Right here, you have this liquidity zone right there where we're you know, desperately trying to hold on to. You have, like, one last resort area here, and you lose that, I mean, you're, you're, you're going down, right? You can see there's a gap there pretty fast. How do I know if I retest the trend line is confirmed? Do you maybe wait for uh, a candle close or a small? Yeah, I wait for a candle close in the 15-minute, one-hour time frame. Yep. You wait for the candle above the area to close above the resistance or support or below the resistance or above the support, right? So this is why everyone's like at this freakishly scary moment because we lose this and you can see we kind of already lost these high zones. So it's it, what it is telling you, the way we trade VRVP is when you lose these high volume nodes, like you're going down to this one, right? I mean, this is your last area. So it's saying that everyone's waiting and there's more buy orders to get back in or where the market should recover is around 29, right? You're in a falling wedge that should break to the upside, right? But the daily still has some downside to go. The four-hour time frame pumped and, and didn't give you much. And so I'm a Stochastics RSI trader, and I'll tell you why. It's because the more you stick with them, they teach you about the momentum that you were given. And that's how they're a leading indicator because they teach you. For instance, let me show you what I mean. The Stochastics went up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down right? And then let's go back to all the uptrends we had from this bottom to this top. Little move, nothing, right? From this bottom to this top, it kind of did a bunch of nonsense. 
And then eventually this one went up, and that was a bigger move. Point of the story is every time we go from there to there, it's been a lackluster move. And even the big ones like this one and this one, all right, didn't get us out of trouble, right? Didn't break us, break through resistance. And now we had the dotted line go all the way to the dotted line again. And there could be more to come, of course, but for what we saw, it was a very weak showing by the by the uh, Stochastics RSI. So compared to all the other times, right? Very weak, very weak. However, you know, can we double bottom here? There's a chance, right? That we're trying to hold the zone. So if this breaks to the downside, S&P is going further down, 34. And that's, I mean, that's got to drag Bitcoin lower. Unless we decouple for some crazy reason, which could happen. I'm open-minded. Most people were just like, no, it has to be the same every time. And then we get back above this point of control at 36.50 and then back into this area. However, like this area is now still a huge area. Like we still, we were breaking significant lows for a while now on the S&P, right? So this is what we need to get. And then this has to break to the upside. And even then we're still struggling. You know what I mean? Like then we have to get above this. Four three 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 three. You saw that? That's funny. We have to get above that area there, at about forty three fifty, to remain bullish. So, S and P is not in the best place, to be honest with everybody here. And if we draw this line. You got this going. I guess you could even call this here. I mean, can these are generally bullish patterns, broadening, falling wedges. So. Like, but these levels have to hold, right? And you can see if this breaks to the downside, falling wedges break the base of the back end and they slip down fast. And that would take you back to the end of this area. So you can see where the S&P is going to go here. Um, we're at a bit of a standstill, 3,600 hanging on, hanging by a leaf right now, right? On the, on the S&P futures. So what do I believe is going to happen based on the charts or what do the charts convey based on my system? I mean, the one hour is rolling over on you right now. Doesn't look strong. Couldn't get above a previous high, and it's already above the dollar line. So to me, a rollover and the S&P dumping, which would take Bitcoin even lower. I must, I must admit, it would take Bitcoin even lower. All right. Unless we get some type of decoupling right now. So we flip back to the one hour time frame. We are getting back to lows and, you know, now you can see how the S&P's in the same kind of structure Bitcoin's in. Same similar idea. Same, you know, it's in that, it's in a pyramid triangle structure here. So, okay, one hour bounces, gives us a little bit of a rally, but then we make an M. So you desperately must get back above in the local time frame, 36.29, and we're going down. So this is like, if you get up here and you can't go up, I mean, we're going down. Simple as that. 15 minute is low. And again, this is that falling wedge on Bitcoin. So you can see how like the Bitcoin and S&P, very similar technical analysis, right? Remember we go to Bitcoin, we look at it on the 15. And we're seeing if it can break out of this like funky, you know, falling broadening wedge, right? We look at the S&P and we can see if the 15 minute can break out of this. And then they're both generally in a, in a pattern near the bottom of it, you know? And if we fall, we're going to fall lower. So to the end of a wedge, like we will fall here to the end of a wedge. Like the S&P will fall 
to the end of this wedge here. Okay. I mean, you can't can't show you it any clearer, right? So. Shout out to the 672 people on the live. 336 likes. Everyone, your likes help this channel move more than you would ever believe. Your contribution to this group moves. And when you hit that like button, you create a huge contribution. So if you want to feel like part of the family, if you want to feel more inclusive, if you want to feel like you did something today for each and every one of us, you want to feel even more part of the fabric of the lifers, then jump on and hit that like button. It'll be a blessing. You'll feel it for the rest of the day. You're like, you know, I hit that like button. I did the lifer lifer move and I feel good about it. And it'll stay with you for the rest of the day. It's a karmatic energy move that'll bless you through the rest of the day. It really will. So let's take a look at the DXY. It's up to you if you want that karma or not. It's sitting there for you. I don't have to exist. I was just thinking the other day, I don't even have to exist. I could be a complete, like you could come. What if one day it's like I go to another, you know, it's just a funny, but like you wake up and the crypto life was just a fragment, a fragment of your imagination. You know, and you were like, I swear I used to like, as long as you believe in me, that's makes me real. You see what I'm saying? That's important. As long as you believe in me, that makes me real. So remember that when you think about um, hitting that like button, because when you hit that like button, it makes it real. So I'm looking at the DXY, all right? Remember we looked at the daily? Daily's oversold, trying to move, but I wanted to, you know, I'm looking for a rollover here. It did pump, as suggested here, to the upside out of the falling wedge. But now it's getting to this area, and we, we want this double top, at least. We want to see the dump, right? Yesterday, remember the one hour was high. We went sideways. We didn't get as much of a dump as we wanted, which is troublesome, right? Measured move is the base of this. So you could say this is a, a, an ascending triangle. They're 50-50. They could break up or down either way. Never clone alone. So check it out. DXY. Measured move for DXY is all the way here to 114. You know, measured move to the downside is 112. All right. We're watching this too. Similar situation as Bitcoin, right? They're kind of all in these standstill positions waiting to break out of a tight, tight, tight movement. So that's why I'm telling you a big move is coming. Home market's kind of at a standstill here. Everyone is waiting for these moves. Now, the four hours oversold for this kind of, you know, in anticipation, like Bitcoin isn't. And um, it's kind of whack, to be honest. Uh, the only good thing about it is we, we can't get above the resistance at 113.50, right? So it's the only good thing. Bigger channel, if we look at like the daily, is we're in this rising wedge that continues to rise up. You know, the three-day beat pushing to the downside, like this should begin to dump. I look at the weekly, the weekly's overbought. I look at the two-week, the two-week's getting extremely overbought. The monthly says I'm cooked. So like I would never get into an asset that looks like this on the monthly. It says it's just a few more weeks and this thing can't, it's just not sustainable at all. So it's very interesting. What we're looking at here, very, very interesting, in my humble opinion. Shout out to the 400 beautiful likes. You people are unbelievable. Thank you, dear Lord, for that. You people are awesome. May God bless you for the rest of the day. Appreciate each and every one of you for that extra, extra karmatic move you gave me. May you stay blessed. That's an honorable thing. It's very honorable to hit that like button. May you stay honorable. Amen.
So check it out. DXY. Following this suit. I mean, we need to dump out of this channel to the downside. You see this launch down? Bears retest? That's going to be a beautiful move for Bitcoin to the upside, right? 15-minute suggests we're going to get the dump, just like Bitcoin is, is low on the 15-minute. So it's all about the 15-minute, everybody. In the next two hours, we're going to watch this. Can we dump to the downside? Can we get rejected by 113, 64, 20, 50 area? And can we dump down to the measured move at 112? This would be a really big move for Bitcoin. This would help out. So I don't want to see the dollar break back above 113.71. Breaks back above that, trouble for Bitcoin. All right, so we kind of, you can see how you can figure out where the market's going to go. Simple as that, all right? Take a look at total. 50 minutes going to really give us our signal. From there, you can trade alts short or long. If the dollar decides to pump, you short all coins, all right? The dollar, you know, again, I'm not a financial advisor, but if the dollar pumps, I short all coins. If the dollar dumps, I trade all coins, you know, long. You see what I'm saying? So it's all about what all coins you want to trade depending on what the dollar index does. All right. So looking at the total market cap, remember, could it be in an inverted head and shoulder? There's a chance. There's a chance. All right. Could it be in this slanted cup and handle? There's a chance. For the most part, it's back to the business in the same same scenario here. Look. We do see a divergence here, which I keep bringing up, which is important. Swing down to swing down, swing up to swing up. That is a strong divergence on the radar, right? Measured move down to 689, measured move up to 111, right? I mean, we'd either devastate the market or we'd recover nicely. Everyone and their mother is short right now. More people are short in the S&P than in, since 2013. Never seen more people short, right? Are they all going to get crushed? Is it that easy to just short? Usually when everyone is doing something, it's not the look, but you never know, right? No guarantees in these markets. So look, I mean, you're looking at the total market cap and it's tight again on the daily. 22 on the daily both suggest that you are going to get somewhat of a move to the upside here. You're getting beat to the ground and, you know, you're attempting to recover. However, you have a POC at 903 that we can't get above. So it, it, we got to get above the point of control. We get above it, we can rip easily back to 111. 1.1 billion and get uh, trillion and get back into the trillion dollar range, right? So, but you can see there's clear, there's heavy, heavy resistance here now at 935. So we got to reclaim 935 and there's heavy resistance right here at 911, of course, right? 911. So we must get back above 911. We must get it back above 945 to remain bullish, all right? We, $911 billion, you know, I want to make that clear. Four, four, four hour time frame still has momentum. MACD turning, this falling wedge must break to the upside above this point of control. So you can see in the next, like, five to six, seven hours, maybe even ten at the most, we're going to figure out our fate. You know, we're either going to get rejected by this area and continue to dump S&P, and it's all going to collapse. Like, today is the day of, of a nasty, huge dump, or do we recover and pump? We're kind of at a standstill. A lot of fear in the market. Let's take a look at the fear and greed index. Make sure you add sitting at 20. Pretty fearful, right? I mean, it's been going up, too. Like, the fear, you know, when the fear goes down, that means there's more fear. So, if it was at 25 last week, last month, now at 20. I like it in the teens. 8, 9, 10, that's really the best place to buy BTC, right? So, there's a chance that it is a lower price to buy Bitcoin, in my humble opinion. Sam, this may be a dumb question, but there is a minimum number of candles you need to make a flag or a wedge. I mean, it all depends if it, it, it feels, 
over time, you'll get a feeling whether it's it's doing what you feel like it's doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't explain it. You'll just be like, yeah, this makes sense to me, you know? There's no real minimum. I mean, to me, like, you could have one on the one a minute that takes 10 candles in the one minute. I don't know, to me, it's like five to 10 candles. You got to see some type of movement, though. Cambria bouncing back to the upside here. Did make a nice move eventually out of the channel. Gave it back, but that's why I use a limit order, right? And it did make about 35%, almost 40 from the from, from the move there. Cambria, right? We were talking about this thing. Look at it on the four-hour time frame, easier to see. But it did launch, yeah. It launched. Got above the point of control, boom. And it could stay above that point of control. This is a coin that usually is a, that once it goes, it like it moves and it just you'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if this thing kept going, you know. But you know, watchful. Cambria. You look at the 15 minute for the retest. Is it retesting? And look to me, it retested that top trend line right now. So far, 15 minute continued to the upside. And this is where I pull what's called a mini fib. And you'd be like, what? Yeah, like I get into the nitty gritty here. I get my fallen wedge. I pull the Fibonacci from the low to the high, and you can see, I mean, 886 retracement, you know. High risk today. Things are high risk today. The market is a little in a standstill, waiting for the data throughout the week. You can feel it. Cara continued to pump, though. Had a nice move. Step watch, RBP, too crazy, which my team was, was trading. Luna in this falling wedge here. It's the thing if Bitcoin recovers, Luna. See, this is what's called a flag, see? You look at the daily first. The daily's spent, but it's doing that little twist up. See that? It's interesting. The daily's just starting to break out of a bigger flag. And then you're like, okay, well, the daily looks all right. 22 hours seems to be flipping back bullish. So you flip back to the one hour, and you can see this flag forming, touching the 21-day moving average. Tight moving averages there with one cross. That's a good sign. You got above the point of control. Usually end up here at the end of liquidity, which you did already in a way. 15 minute is pushing up for a move. So then you look for your measured move. And it looks like Luna. Maybe doing some damage. USTTC was up too recently. The whole ecosystem responding somewhat bullishly recently. As could easily dump to the downside. It's high risk, high reward. What I do see though, swing up to swing up. That swing down, that swing down. It's a bit of a hidden bullet. Divergence kind of occurring there. It's interesting. I sold at the very top of the cat pump this morning. No lie. Somehow, I had my sell order set and it sold. It may go higher, but I'm good. Made almost $30. That's big in my world, man. Shout out to my man, Roddy, getting it in again. Greg, I don't really take many trades because I'm so busy, but man, it felt good to hit this one, man. Shout out to Roddy Robinson. Banging on him to the upside, my man. My man. Appreciate you, brother. And we're going to get into book map. Don't not worry. We're going to get into book map in a second. I'm just perusing, looking around, sniffing the markets out, seeing what I see. All right. So Luna could do some damage. Four hour has a little more room. One hour's oversold, touching the 21 day moving average, getting very close. 50 minute presents, you know, an idea there. Seven minutes says wait a little bit for entry. 
could be a better price action. Might come down a little lower. Interesting times for Luna. Hey, brother, could you check out LDO, please? And Algo. Algo keeps slipping out of the falling wedge. Let's take a look at Algorithm. Algorithm. Algorand. Let's take a look at Algorand. Yeah, look at that. They're just like... Too many people... If too many people have a stop loss in the same place, what it'll do is... Well, stop's below, so technically your stop could be anywhere in this area, right? Depending on the risk that someone wants to gain on it. Now, Algo didn't fall XRP and Quant, which is sad, right? It was supposed to, and it didn't. Uh, for whatever reason, you know, the other ISO 222 coins all kind of pumped with it, but Algo decided to play a game. Back to 31. It seems this 30-cent area for Algo is a long area. See, this is a cup and handle, though, right? Same idea, still brewing. You're at the, I pulled a fib on it, and you're all the way at the 786 Fibonacci level, which is, you know, it's brutal. I mean, that's a full-blown retracement for Algo from that little pump there to the upside. Hey, brother, could you check out LDO? We'll take a look at LDO. Super Chats, LDO. I posted the win on the Lifer 99. You're the man, dude. God bless you. Always grinding. Shout out to Gregory the Sniper. I love you too, man. Thank you. Algo wants to sleep. I know. Rodney Robinson always grinded, man, doing his thing. Was up 25K two days ago. Getting back. Was up 25K two days ago and getting back to 1K loss. What? Leverage trading, sounds like. The cup and handle on the four hour on Ren is messing with me. Acting odd. Every proper trade uh, made helps your confidence for the next trade. It does. Any PC monitors you recommend. I like to get one really nice, and then I don't care about the other one. Um, honestly, just like the best version, I think the best ones, really, they're just a quick and easy, down and dirty, are the Dells. Like, the Dells are just amazing. I'll show you which one I like. Um, this right here. The Dell, this new Dell, Simplify for Greater Space. Like, this is awesome. Sorry, but these Dells. 27-inch monitor Dells, and specifically the ones with the gray back, not the black back, the gray black, uh, the, the gray back. Uh, they're easier. They come off better than the ones with the black back. You know, they're easier to dismantle. Um, yeah, this QHD U2722D, this thing right here with the gray bottom. Yeah, this is a, these monitors are absolutely beautiful. They work great. Um, they're not $600. I, mean, I, I believe they're like $278, you know, uh, American. All right. I absolutely love them. Amazing monitors. I have a bunch of them. I have two or three of them now. So I have other monitors too. I like Asus. I mean, you know, and then there's these HP that are super thin. I have an HP over here that's like really not. I mean, I, you know, but Dells, man. Dells have got me through a lot throughout time. And Dells are really like the best color space monitors in the game. I had like a color correction guy that loved his Dells. Like they, he called them a poor man's like, uh, you know, high end color corrected monitor. Like he would use them to do amazing things. So. Wow. It's getting juicy on XRP. As you can see, the SEC is trending today. 
and XRP community, SECGov.ripple, Judge Torres over the SEC's objection grants, remits, and tape Jet's request to file amicus briefs in support of Ripple um, 18 hours ago, right? Interesting. Bunch of mumbo jumbo, I don't know. Funny, that's funny, right? Almost every politician and executive in power. Interesting. Interesting. Follow me at Twitter, at CryptoLifer33. I would greatly appreciate it. We got 13 responses here. Let's see, working on it. All right. 5K XRP. 5K ADA. Okay, big bags. XRP all day, every day. Absolutely. Yes, XRP through a bean. I have 10. I have 10K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a good place to stake XRP? I'm not sure. Less than a thousand, but on my way there. Okay, 200k so far. My man, get getting it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, I bought it at 95 cents, but I've been dollar cost averaging for seven months now and down to 82. Let's go. Love the life or God bless. Wow, I'm unbelievable. Shout out to everybody here on the live and look, trending 10,000 XRP, baby. So now we all trending, baby. We're doing them. So let me know. Do you have your 10,000 XRP? Right? Oh, you had to put a freaking comment in there, right? I do know games. XRP Army, let's go. I do know games. Some people say, I was like, I do know games, but I do know, I do know games. I should have put a comment in there, right? But it's kind of funny. I do know games. I do know games, bro. I do know games. <laughs> Appreciate each and every one of you for being here. You're awesome people and you know it. May God bless you and yours every single day of your lives. As we make it through the swamp of the bear. SEC puts NFT conglomerate Yuga Labs under the microscope. The SEC is shifting its sights towards NFTs. All right. According to the emerging reports hitting the wire on Tuesday, the U.S. regulator is apparently looking into whether to deem NFTs as securities. Interesting. Hmm. Of course they are. 21 shares brings first spot Bitcoin ETP to the Middle East. The Middle East received $270 billion worth of crypto between July 20 and June 2021, a 1,500% increase from the year prior. The world's largest crypto ETP, electronically traded, I don't know, what is a P? Protocol, maybe? Issuer has bought the first physically backed Bitcoin ETP to the Middle East as the firm continues expanding globally after the fresh round of funding. 21 shares new product is listed in funny 21 shares, like 21 million, funny. Uh, NASDAQ, Dubai, making the company's the first entry into the region. The company lists 46 products across 12 exchanges in seven countries. The launch comes after the firm raised $25 million last month in a funding round led by hedge fund Marshall Walt Wace, giving the company roughly $2 billion valuation. Hany Rishwan, CEO of 21 Shares parent company 21Co, previously told BlockWorks that the firm wants all its products, ranging from single-asset crypto ETPs to indexes and every single Geography, the Middle East level of interest in crypto friendliness made a prime market for expansion for 21 shares. This is good to know. Launched the first, 21 shares launched first Bitcoin e, uh, and Ether ETFs in Australia in May. Wow. So there's ETFs in, in Australia too. How market manipulation led to a $100 million exploit on Solana DeFi exchange. Mango, a trader capitalized on a lack of liquidity by manipulating the price of MNGO on decentralized exchange Mango, a rogue crypto trader, utilized millions of dollars to manipulate the price of Mango's MGD token 
on the name staying decentralized DEX to eventually drain over $116 million in liquidity from the platform. The exchange allows users to trade spot and perpetual futures using its on-chain trading interface at low fees. Some $300 million worth of crypto was traded on the exchange in the past 24 hours. The move stemmed amid ongoing drama surrounding a bad debt with Solana DeFi ecosystem that involved the lending application Solend in Mango. Wow. So Solana-based Mango and other DEXs relies on smart contracts. So the two accounts were used to conduct the attack. Account A, the trader initially used $5 million to purchase 483 Mango and go short or bet against the asset. Then on account B, the trader used another $5 million to buy the same amount of Mango using $10 million USDC in total to effectively hedge his position. Uh, the trader then used more funds to buy up spot mango tokens taking its price from just 2 cents to as much as 91 cents within a 10 minute span this was possible as spot mango was thinly traded token with low liquidity which allowed the rogue trader to manipulate price quickly as spot mango prices increased the trader's account B quickly racked up some 420 million in unrealized profits the attacker then took out the 116 million in liquidity from all tokens available on mango which effectively wiped out the protocol. Spot Mango prices soon correlated back to two cents, falling under the prices that the trader first used to purchase Mango futures on account A. That account sits at over six million in profits at writing time, but there's no liquidity left in the platform to pay the trader out. All in all, the rogue trader used 10 million USDC to take over 116 million from Mango, paying minimal fees for conducting the attack and doing everything within the parameters of how the platform was designed. Mango wasn't hacked, it worked exactly as intended, and a savvy trader, albeit with nefarious intentions, managed to wire to ring token liquidity out. Isn't that crazy? I just thought about it logically and was like, all right, I'll get on this side, I'll get on that side, I'll flip that, I'll flip that, and I'll take what I want. Unbelievable. That's insanity. Uh, right? Shout out to everybody on the live. Let's keep deep diving. We're not done yet. And we're not done with the markets as well. Let's take a look at the Dow Jones. Starting to make a bit of a move here. If the Dow Jones can recover, it shows signs of some life, right? And so you got this falling wedge too. And the four hour actually wants to make a move up. What the Dow does is the Dow has to get above 38,400. I mean, 20 uh, uh, right here, 30,400 to remain bullish. Super important that it does that. One hour has a bit of a loop here pushing up, but showing that it, it's, it's having trouble getting above this diagonal resistance here. And if it does that, it's going to lose this, this support fall closer to the downside for the Dow Jones. Interesting. It's attempting to hold this double bottom here, right? With a higher low. The Dow's also in this falling, broadening wedge. It's also in a giant cup and handle that it would have way more room to the downside. If the Dow loses this level, it's going to end up down here at about 27,000, right? So, doesn't look amazing for the Dow Jones. The daily also in a precarious situation, attempting to get above. So it's, it, to me, if you don't see the Dow, if the Dow can't get back above this zone right here at 30,700, we're headed for a low to about 27,000. And that's going to take a dump. That's going to hurt the world markets. It's going to hurt the entire world, man. It's not going to be fun. So stay tuned. We'll get you there every single day if you keep watching, no matter what. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Everyone, if you keep the likes going, we got to get the likes up to the watchers every day. It's got to be a disciplined thing we do. Just, did you work out today? I worked out today. I was sweating profusely. I was moving around. I was getting it in. I was just, the sweat was pouring out. It was unbelievable. I feel amazing. I feel like I could take on King Kong right now. I do. 
I didn't get a pump. I did. A, it was more of a uh, calisthenic. But man, I was doing burpees. If you know what a uh, burpee is, I was doing hot steps with burpees, hot steps with burpees, hot steps with a squat, squat, squat. I was doing so many. Uh, you move sideways. You move sideways. And then I was even doing these where you, you oh my God, you, you stay in a squat, but you just go up and down. Then how about this? Putting your knees like this and just doing this. I'm at a stand-up desk right now, so you can't see my legs, but just, you know. And then also doing um, exercises that make you pulse, like staying right in the pocket. Like you go to where your, your muscle will be squeezed and you stay right in it and you go up and down, up and down, up and down until it burns. I mean, it's intense, but it's amazing. So hit the like button. I want to keep you motivated. I want to keep you feeling amazing. Once we get to 500, we tend to fly, baby. So eight more people and you're going to, we're going to soar into the moon. Appreciate each and every one of you. We had some requests for Bookmap. I appreciate it. And shout out to the beautiful people at Bookmap. Bookmap is amazing. I use Bookmap all the time, every single day. It's going to show you where the liquidity is right now. We can even see amalgamated liquidity put together in Binance Futures, Bybit, and OKX. Right now, I'm going to show you the whole screen. And honestly, this is amazing, right? And this will change your life using this every day. I mean, it's changed mine. When everyone's getting short, squeezed, liquidated, we aren't, right? So I just wanted to show you the whole thing. I'll disappear. I'll be back, though. I don't think, I don't think I'm going to forget today to come back. Sometimes I do. But right now, we're battling it. We do see a 19,000 bounce, but there's a buy wall, 18,800. The same scenario that we're looking at over and over again, the 18,8, 19,000 area. Um, we do see some liquidity up here, too. All right. Let's take a look at it back on Binance Futures. And that says, you know, there was a short squeeze right there. Just a tiny one, though. Not a lot of money, just a tiny little squeeze. So you can see a lot of people were just on the sidelines. Same scenario. They don't have a lot of liquidations in either side. They're kind of waiting. The data from the government, you know, everyone watching the Fed, that's got everyone's boot. And that's what it does, right? You have to remember, too, uh, a lot of people had Monday off. They went places on vacation. My kid had Monday, and then they had school day on Tuesday or something. It was a four-day weekend at, at my kid's school, so... Today is her first day back to school, you know, right? It's Wednesday, right? Yeah, today's the first day back to school. And so they have a three-day week. So I don't know if that was the case other places, but I definitely know Columbus Day, you know, almost it's funny that the market's open. The market probably should be closed, but it wasn't. So that also kind of gives you, a, it's like a low liquidity week. It's a, And then we, next thing you know, we're going to be into Friday already. So some, I could see some people who mailed it in this week and we're like, yeah, I'll trade next week. You know what I mean? I could see that happening uh, as people get ready uh, for the season to change. In, in the States, so. And you can feel it. You can just feel the lackluster day. You can feel the sideways price action. You can feel Bitcoin just bleeding out, just kind of hanging out 19,001. Remember, it's really important that we close candles above that POC. It's really important we get back above 19,500. These are areas that are crucial. We'll get back to watching Bitcoin and it's just, we're just right here in the level. Can this wedge break to the upside, the 15 minute, you know? And then remember, if the 15 minute just makes an M, Really just doesn't give us much hope. All right. Even if it's a shallow M. So we kind of figure out what's going on here. It's pretty pretty simple to me. Uh, we can't get above that certain level. It's going to be a nice short to the downside. All right. Look at ETH fell to the downside. We talked about ETH dropping all the way to 1209. It basically went down there. Went to 1239. All right. Now it's sitting at 1300. I had a short looking at ETH. Let's take a look at the ETH short. Um, remember, it's going to be different now. The ETH, it's funny. KuCoin made the shorts different now. You have to put like a dot. It's like they make them so hard to get to. 
You have to put a dot three S now. It's like takes so much longer to get it, but you'll find it. So I mean, you can see how the daily here is curving down and it could dump for sure. So like, this is what we want. We want to see this lose and just dump out. So you watch the short too. If the short doesn't lose and dump out, Bitcoin maintains flatness. This maintains flatness. And look, this has a POC it gets above. So Bitcoin loses that point of control. Bitcoin dumps. What happens? The ETH short's going to pump. All right. So this is a good way to take advantage of the ETH dump of the Bitcoin dump is to ride the ETH short. All right. Uh, you take a look at the four hour time frame and the four hour though is getting overbought. And it's really not where you want it to be if you're going to short something. See that? So you're getting mixed signals from the shorts. And then also right here, you're at a resistance on the short. It keeps hitting a resistance point in this in this flag that I have drawn here. Interesting enough, right? So the short's not like, yes, go for it. It's kind of an indecision. And now you're getting high too. So it's, that's not what I would enter the short as well. Okay. Three day is also spent. And like, you know, getting into a short that high on the three day. Yes, it may peruse more. But it's, uh, you know, you're getting near the end of the wire there. MACD is a little extended as well. So, so whenever I'm about to, you know, flip an asset... I want to look at the invert the 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 inversely correlated asset, right? So if I'm going to trade Bitcoin long, I'm going to take a look at the Bitcoin short. I'm going to take a look at the E short. Funny, you flip them upside down. I mean, it's the same pattern. We're, we're basically kind of dealing with the same idea. So does that look a, a wonderful? I mean, it looks like there could be a scalp there, but I don't know if it's going to do the 62%. You know what I mean? Doesn't show huge strength. It's not showing like immense strength. So, some mixed signals here on the market today. And again, there's days where I'm like, you know what? Bitcoin's going to go this way and we nail it. And then there's other days, there's like three or four days a month where I'll be like, you know what? It's sideways. Like, I got to watch it. Today's one of those days where like, I'd like to see, you know, right now the one hour is starting to flip. I like what I'm seeing with the one hour. The one hour is giving me some hope, right? We, we just got above the point of control, you know? This is a falling wedge that's supposed to break up 68% of the time, but it just doesn't have a huge measured move. Like the measured move we, we could, could confirm an M. You see what I mean? And then you're just, so it's not amazing. But it is starting to break up as suggested, you know. And we did hold the zone as, as we watched today. And I hope I gave you some, who here feels warm and cuddly after coming to the live? Who here got to the live a little worried, you know, Felt a little sh disheveled. Felt like the markets were getting to them. Felt a little emotional. But after hearing my nice calm voice, after watching the TA, after seeing the lines get drawn, who here feels nice, warm, and cuddly right now? Nice and toasty, right? Does this stream ever help you? Me. H-bar looks cool. Thanks, Sam. Me. Uh -huh. Warm and fuzzy. Who feels all warm and fuzzy, right? <laughs> Cuddly but cold. You're funny. This stream is the best. Yes, every morning. I love y'all. I appreciate each and every one of you for being here. You guys make my day. You guys and gals make my day. King of TA, the original lifer. Shout out to Cal Ronster, my man. Hello, Sam. LLL. And Dad Bob. Love learning. Shout out to all the moderators. Gregory the Sniper. Cal Ronster. CNC Ireland. Dustin Calva in the house. Super Chats, LDO, Dot, Soul, Glitch, H&S on 8. Wow, we got a lot to go over. 
I didn't realize. Shout out to the $37 in chat revenue. You people are unbelievable. Thank you, dear Lord, for everything. May God bless you and yours. So let's move forward here and continue to move on the alt window. So look, we even have a possible trade here. Fly looks like it could fly another 100% gain. I mean, I might just toss 500 at it and see what happens. If worst comes to worst, I lose 500 bucks. You know what I mean? But I mean, woof. This thing has been hot and that has a golden cross. It just had a golden cross. That's why I circled that. See, that's a golden cross. Usually that tells you some fun is coming your way after the golden cross and it just bottoming out. I mean, it's very interesting to me. Very interesting. Anything could happen though. Be careful. Shout out to each and every one of you for being here. May God bless you and yours. I talked about who will be token. I knew it was going to make a move, but look what they do. They like to go right to where anyone would put a stop loss and just, th these are called liquidity grabs. I mean, they're like, oh, you're down there. Let me, whoop, I got you. And then I'm going to go all the way up 40% gains, but it was on my radar. Remember, I kept calling the fact that it had like this triple double bottom. And I was like, who will be token? If anything is going to be something that's going to continue to move at one point and back at six bucks, we remember when it was down at four already at 50%. I mean, who will be man? They got it. They got you good though. On that one. I mean, they, I've been seeing them do that a lot recently. Cambria seems to be moving again. Look, see, out of the flag there. Did start to break out out of that flag. Cat Cambria. Cambria. Up 5.8% on the last 45 minutes alone. Cambria. ay ay You know? Sorry. Just make me feel good. Looks rare. Attempt bumped up a bit, trying to make a bit of a flag there, too. Pledge. Stopped out, see? Actually, I mean, you could say that. that and that's not true, because there it made the gain, and then it got stopped out. So you could be like, hey, well, we hit the gain there. St sticking with it. Matter didn't make this flag doing something strange. Let's look at Matter. We hit Matter for gains yesterday, was or the day before. XDB was the winner yesterday, right? Like, is it a pattern trade on the 15 for just a tiny bit? That's high risk. Something I'm looking at, though. I just built it in my head there. H-bar. We had H-bar because it was supposed to fall all the ISO 20 coins, right? And look, we have it right here in this flag to the upside. 10% for H-bar, right? Shout out to anyone that may or may not get into H-bar. It wasn't beautiful, but it was supposed to follow the ISO 222 coins. So you're supposed to get some movement out of H-bar. This flag made it in look liquidity grab down back in the pattern, bounced off the, uh, the POC though, and that would fly to the upside, but still ugly. I wouldn't even take credit for that. that that's a disgusting trade, you know? I mean, it doesn't look beautiful. Tower broke out, retested the top trend line, and then it's breaking to the upside. Tower looks like it got above the POC. That could continue to my measured move here. Tower on the four hour time frame, but remember that hit sand 33 nonsense. Remember trade just going sideways? It just continues to do that for whatever reason. Very boring coin, but doesn't seem to lose. I don't know what's going on with it. Interesting. Seepoo was on my radar in this falling wedge. It did break out a little bit there on the four-hour time frame. You can see it touching the 200 moving average, the simple. And it is in the golden pocket kind of area there, 618. Interesting. The daily's oversold, and this thing was hot and went on a, an insane tear. Like, could it do it again? 
About to have a golden cross right there on the daily time frame. So I would watch Seapool. It's on my radar for possibly more gains. Um, Seapool has the legs. It did it before. It could do it again. It has an ecosystem. People seem to be getting in and out of it. Something's going on with this coin. So it went on an insane tear like you wouldn't believe. And I mean, look at the look at the technical starting to form out here for Seapool again. So I'm just showing you a falling wedge. I'm showing you a Fibonacci retracement and a golden cross that it's about to occur there which is the 50-day crossing above the 200 simple moving average, the 5 SMA above the 200. That's a golden cross. And golden crosses, I mean, if you look at the last golden cross that this coin or any coin had, and maybe we won't, yeah, we won't be able to find that, but um, you'd be surprised. Go back, test golden crosses. Go look at them on, on Bitcoin. Go look at them on Tesla. Go look at them throughout the market and see what they did on the daily time frame. And you tell me what you get back, and you'd be pretty presently surprised. Um, could this thing go up another 123%? It could look, it already went up in the last few weeks, up 339. So this thing was on a tear. And it's at a beautiful, healthy retracement. Interesting. At 11111 right now. Triple ones for C pool. Now, of course, I would use smaller time frames for entry. Four hours not really where I want it. And 15 minute does show signs of a move, though. It's funny, the whole market's showing something moving here on the 15. Looks like you might get a little scalp there. 14%. I mean, it's pointing up to the upside with lack of bullet bearish momentum there. Interesting. Seapool. Gets above a POC. I think that could sp spike up pretty fast. But it's high risk, high reward for sure. And I'm not feeling the market today. The market's a little sketch with the everyone waiting on the data. Right? I'll keep that on the radar, though. I posted a huge head and shoulder on Ape to the group. Can you give me your thoughts, please? Thank you much, Ace PR. Let's take a look at Ape. Thank you so much, Ace PR, my man. It's like a rising wedge breaks to the downside. Let's take a look. So first thing I want to do is look at like the daily or big time frame. All right. Remember when this thing first came out and we rode this thing? We called the $20 Ape when it was first here and we banged on it. Pretty crazy. Um, you can go back and type in it. That's another thing. There's so much to learn. Say you join my trading group. Type in ape, right? And go through all the ape charts that I've posted in my life, right? And you'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You'll learn so much, right? Look, for on April 30th, right? We're talking about ape. Let's see. Uh, ape still looking very bullish. 424, ape. 417, looking at ape. Um... I've been waiting since I sold Ape at 414 to get back in, watching Ape here, you know? Um, and so, like, look, I just want to see where we're... Yeah, so, look, we're down here at 11. We're calling for the $18 Ape. You see this? So, look at this pattern here, right? So just so you can see, if you just joined this channel, like, we're not new to this. We've been doing the same science. So, you go back in time, and what time frame is that? That's the four-hour time frame, right? So, you go to the four-hour... And you go all the way back, and you'll find this. You'll see that was the up-down with the swoop, right? So you have the up-down with the swoop. And you go and match this idea. I just want to make sure it's correct 100%.
four hour came up from the bottom so it's like I'm doing something like that right and because there's the wiggly up that's the wiggly up why is it so like all right that's why I make it smaller then it came down I said this is what I had going on you see it and I got this crazy cup and see this is how I see things most people don't see it this way and I took the length of the back of the pole and like and see I'm calling an $18.8 right it hadn't even happened yet you're looking at this but this is the type of stuff you get in the channel like this is the type of stuff that you learn here and lo and behold I mean that went exactly to the target without hitting the stop-loss you know, we, we do this. It's the science in which I teach. It's the math in which I go with. And I don't understand how we see it before it happens, but we do. And I don't get how we nail the targets a lot like we do. But, I mean, uh, it's insane, you know. But that was a call way back. Look, and you can see, so we're not new to this. Like, that was on 416 in April. Like, we're banging on it. So, bear with us, man. The market's not always going to be perfect. Trust me. This is a tough market to trade. Any trading group is gonna gonna be you know you're gonna see uh, you're gonna see you're gonna persevere through a bear market. It's not gonna be 100% every single time, but I believe of any trading group, you're gonna learn the most with us. You're gonna learn how to rock it, how to move, how to be volatile, versatile, and how to get it in. You know what I mean? I mean, look at this. This is already up. This is a bear market, right? I made this call a second ago. It's up six percent, six seven percent already, uh, and this thing is just getting started. It's looking like it's gonna do when it does. Uh, which I can't believe it, but it looks like it's going to do what it does. Already up 6% from the live. XDB again. And see, like, a lot of people are sitting in the same trade all day. It's doing nothing. It's like, well... We, we're looking for the popular coin. Today, this is, again, the popular coin. I mean, you can see it's hot. It's back on the radar. Fly is another popular coin, you know. You get these you get these feelings. You start understanding, like, not, I don't want to say feelings, but you start understanding where the liquidity may be flying around, right? And you gravitate towards it. Shout out to the 531 people on the live stream. Appreciate each and every one of you for being here. May God bless each and every one of you. Let's take a look at LDO and DOT. Long-term, soul, glitch, head and shoulders on eight. So, I mean, I'm just looking at this thing. This green is, I wouldn't be surprised if we at least got up here too for another 12%. But this thing is grinding and moving. 7% still has legs too. Then sometimes it's just a 7% trade, a seven a seven minute trade. In and out, easy beasy. The seven minute is the lowest I'll go. I don't really go much lower unless I'm looking for information. I use smaller time frame for information. All right. So the 15 minute just kind of, See, it, it just, it feel, it, it flattened out. Doesn't seem to want to do it. You, you got no bull action. You may not got no bear action. You may just be sideways for a while. People were just in, people were just watching this market data. They don't know what's going on anymore. Is Bitcoin a hedge is the question. Everyone's wondering, like, I mean, why shouldn't I get into Bitcoin? Like, oh, but it's going to dump with the S&P. But like, but it's not the S&P. I think you have a lot of people in a state of wondering what is going on here, you know? And so I believe a big move is coming for Bitcoin. This is going to get tighter. 
it's going to break out of this wedge to the upside or to the downside. You're going to see it kind of get milked down and continue to flander around, or it's going to pump up hard, right? Again, I mean, that's obvious, right? Pump or dump, but we're going to know by what happens at the end of this channel. It's going to tell us. And if we get above this POC and hold, or if we kind of flander and, and fall below it, we're going to have to have a short. The shorts don't look strong, which is interesting to me. The shorts do not look strong when I when I look at them. Um, one hour time frame is suggesting a bit of a move back to the upside here out of this wedge. All right. Wow, so just a 40-day of the market, to be honest. You know, not every day is the same. Every day is different. Not every day is the same at all. At all. Take a look at Bitcoin dominance. That's showing signs of life here, too. If you see this, you watch the BTC pairs, but that's showing that it wants to move. And either two things are going to happen, right? If that wants to pump, you look at and that, that's a good sign. Usually means Bitcoin wants to pump up. Right, but look, you're you're overbought on the four-hour time frame, saying that your, you know, dominance about to go sideways, I and mean, that could be good for all coins, if and only if you're going to dump two on 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 the uh, on tether. But tether, look, tether is in this like funky channel, it is at the top of the channel. Some could say it's in a flag right now, though. It's attempting to flag out here. See a little flag for tether. We'd like to see this dump start to move back down to the downside. Daily's getting overbought for Tether, which is a good sign. We want to see that dump. The one hour wants to dump down. They're saying that maybe the altcoins could get a little love here. And honestly, trading the alts have been okay. You know, if anything has been fine, alts have been banging on them. Like, like XDB banging. Up three, four, you know, it was up 100% yesterday while Bitcoin's playing games. You know, look at Sipu banging to the upside there, getting a move. Sutter, my baby, fell out of the pattern, though. Come on, Sutter. It was so tight, fell in, it turned itself into a wedge. See, that's what happens. Turned itself into a wedge. See? And then you have to flip this out. Like, All right, I'm in the wedge. That is that heartbeat pattern, though. Likely to pump out again, right? Sutter, you look at it on the daily time frame. It's oversold. Sutter is oversold. Wouldn't be surprised if Sutter was the next to go. Whoever... I see Sutter makes a massive move every once in a while for whatever reason. It's interesting. So Sutter, if, if, if any coin could do damage, Sutter can. I'm not, for some reason, I'm not making a call for Sutter yet. There's some things I got to look at first, but it's interesting. You know, a lot of times you get it. It could move right to the 200-day moving average, you see. Someone asked about LDO which is Lido Dow, right? So look, I had LDO in this falling wedge, played games with Bitcoin slip out, right? But Bitcoin kind of slipped, everything slipped a little bit yesterday, but it's still in the wedge. Nothing's really changed, still doing the same thing at the 786 Fibonacci level. High risk, high reward for sure, you know? Um, beat down on the daily, beat down on the 22 hour, six hour has legs, four hour got high without breaking too much, you know? The market's showing signs of weakness. Like, the four hours got to break back above these resistance areas when it makes a move like that. One hour showing signs of life, too, but, you're, you know, you're playing games. 
To me, high risk, high reward on something like this. And this could go all the way to zero. I don't know. I'm not a fan of the project. I'm not a huge... I didn't research a, a tons of it. I'm not like 100% behind it either. So it is what it is. Um, yeah, I'm not behind this. That's just a falling wedge. Lido Dow could break out maybe. I don't know. It's not my cup of tea. KOK, right? Look, it's still, it's still forming a pretty nice pattern here. Look. To me, that's nice consolidation. All right? Don't laugh, all right? I know you want to laugh. What? It's called KOK. Right? We all love the KOK here. So look at this. It's K okay, okay. It's K okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I mean, when this thing bangs, it bangs. It hits hard for whatever reason. Falling volume with falling price. It's a sleeper on my mind. We got a little bit of a, a, a golden cross there that just occurred there. 50-day crossing through the two hundo. Right? See that? Get rid of it. It already broke out of this little flag to the upside. It did damage, right? So again, it could dump. Anything could happen. But it's starting to consolidate nicely. And, you know, I like what I'm seeing. That golden cross, baby. Falling volume with falling price. Looping up. Four hour looks like this thing could do damage. All right? So keep it on the radar. KOK. -OK. Where's 24 to gain 92 is a beautiful four to one or more risk or ratio. Okay, 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 I reload it. Right? So I was on it last night. I'm still looking at it. I'm checking up on it. It's a KuCoin gem, baby. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, K okay, K okay, K okay, K okay. I'm okay, I'm okay. I know, babe, thanks. I forgot again. It's okay. We're gonna make it through, babe. Why do you yell at me like a child? My love? My love? Why do you speak to me like a child? Yeah. Oh, that's why. Okay. It's like Stu puts the eggplant. Now, see the other one. I didn't realize. See, I'm slow. I don't put the other one together. That didn't hit me. Uh, I didn't realize that. The other one you're doing over there. I'm not even gonna mention it. It's too much for me. Oh my gosh. I got another coin that I like, and this is for my man, um, Mr. Smurvington. Luxo, baby. It's interesting to me. It's been doing this, like, triple bottom here. Like, it doesn't want to break this level. See that? I mean, it's starting to form a descending triangle for sure. What is a descending triangle? You got this, like, floating top with this flat bottom, right? It is a bearish pattern, but it's holding up for whatever reason. And if it gets back above this POC, this thing is going to fly. It's on my radar. Likes, L-Y-X-E, Licks, Licks, Likes, Luxo. Funny how the name and the name are not even close. 
right? They just have an L. So look at this thing doing Dimash. Digital bitch just loves to bang on them. It doesn't stop doing damage. Unbelievable. The digital bits. You can almost, almost, I almost want to reposition it here and say, look, is it in this? See that? And that could be getting tight for a bigger move. See how you can always find something when the mind is open? It never stops, baby. There's always an opportunity to the man that is open-minded. All right? Remember that. There's always opportunity to the man that's open-minded. If you're open-minded, there's opportunity for you. You create the opportunity you find. If you don't think it's there, then it's not there. You create it. Remember that. Every single day of the week, baby. Every single moment in life. Let's look at Dot. Let's look at Soul Glitch. Someone asked about Solana. I'm just not a fan. With all the with all the breakdowns, with all the decentralized talk, with all the Sam Bankman-Fried backdoor meetings, with all the shady business that he's involved in, the Gary Gensler shake handshakes, you know what I mean? It just, to me, probably happening right here in Boston, too, in my back door, you know? To me, I mean, they lost, look, it, it lost this beautiful trend that it had. Like, a lot of coins were in these nice little patterns, and they lost them. They're symmetrical triangles that could break to the upside or downside, so they're bearish. And in general, they're mostly bearish to me. Like, whenever I see a chubby triangle, when I talk to my students and I'm talking about a chubby triangle, more than likely it's a bear. It's bear. We could extend it, I guess, all we want, but to me, it fell out of the bear pattern. And now you're looking to break back in, you know? Let me be open-minded and try to reposition. I mean, you could say, okay, no, I mean, the more I try to be, so you could try to cut it like this, like, nope, there's your trend. All right. But now you're more descending triangle for sure. I've seen things break out of these before. It could happen, but it's got to get above the point of control. It's hugging a higher low, though, and everything's waiting on Bitcoin, as you can see. And everything's waiting on the Fed, as you can see. And so the whole market is in a standstill. You can just see it. You can feel it. You can smell it, right? Every coin is just like, do you see anything moving today? It's drip dry, right? Good day to go to the beach. You know what I'm saying? Good day to take the day off, relax with the kids, you know? That's how the market is. Not every single day, the market's just like waves. Not every day is going to be the roughest waves the best volatility, the best volume. That dude sound like a uh, funny. Uh, there's so many clones out here now. So look, so I mean, that's you want to see that break to the upside, of course. Four-hour time frame in the daily are oversold. Solana's making a higher low. You'd expect the push, but this market is sketch, and everyone is watching. You know, I made my move on Bitcoin and the BTC pairs. I'll trade those. Kind of, if things, you know, kind of taper out. Let's look at BTC pairs too as well. I want to break that into your life. So Solana, I mean, it's tight. Daily does want to move to the upside, however. So to, to me, it's all about this resistance. I won't trade Solana until it gets above that resistance. You get above here, boom, I would trade that retest all day. 35 and up, I'm good. You know, I'll trade it up to the next resistance. But as long as you stay below a PLC, as long as you can't get above this previous area, uh, you're having, that's troublesome for me. And it's less likely that you make a new low, possibly. So We're either busting out of this or we're all going down the tubes. It's kind of, we're at a standstill here. You can see. Whoever stays in this market and sees what happens, I mean, we're either going to, and then we're going to get privy to the, I mean, if this falls out, $20 Solana, 
$15. I mean, these are going to be the greatest prices, in my humble opinion. So we're going to be blessed with the greatest prices ever. Or we're going to take a beat down. Or we're going to get it pushed up. And people are going to be like, damn, I wish, I wish I, you know, a lot of people rather miss the initial pump and get in at higher levels of support than have to risk it all to try to go for it. You know what I mean? This digital bits just, I just like watching things pump. And this thing is just pumping. Pumping nicely. Now it's up another 7.8%. I mean, 7% in the bear market. On a live stream, look, 15, that's one, that's a half an hour, that's a, that's an hour right there since, and we've been talking about it longer than that, probably. Digital bits, doing the bits. Look at this, Orbitrum, Orbital, Tarium. You just see something, you're like, wow, look how that thing did it. Yeah, it was like this 15-minute move, look at that, chunky style. But it's all about the data. Look at this GST. This is good music for my mind. I could just like flip and just. Like I could just, it just, you ever listen to real good music and trade and, and chart and you're just like, you feel in, like not invisible, but you're just, you can just see it. You're like, you're just moving through the patterns faster than fast. Like. Like, wow. This green Satoshi token could bang. Scalping it. The Huobi token's been hot. What if it continues to stay hot? Flagging out here. Campria. Ooh, 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 Shout out to everybody here on the live. We're not done yet. Let's take a look at Glitch. G-L-C-H. Someone asked about Glitch for Tether on KuCoin. All right, let's take a look at this puppy. I mean, this thing's at the, the dumps. So someone must have got into this and they're wondering, like, what do I do now? And I was like, well, I mean, yikes. I don't like looking at stuff like this. See? Yeah. I don't fall things to the ground. You know what I mean? Look at that thing. It's it's over, right? It's done. I don't know. Bad news bears. It would have to bounce back to the upside. The dailies beat to the ground. The three days beat to the ground. I mean, you'd have to you you'd have to have so much guts that you're buying the bottom right now. Right? Like, you're going to buy the exact bottom. I'm not about deep diving on the bottom. So, I'm not, I'm, I'm, this isn't me at all. I just want to make it really clear. Um, don't ever take a screenshot with me in front of this and be like, this is the call he made. No way. Um, for me, I couldn't even trade this till it gets above like here. You know, 40, you know, and yeah, fine. You'd miss the whole six times, you know, fine. I don't care. And then I would swing trade it in these areas, you know. From 44 to 70, from 70 to a dollar, you know, like, and just take 10%, 20%, because it would actually have some liquidity. So I I don't play down in there. It's just not, it's, it's not part of my trading style. It doesn't fit. It's not what I do, all right? Unless I research a project, I love so much of it. It's the one, like, Phantom or something like that, and I DCA into it. So I will, but, and this isn't one of them. 
for me personally. All right. Dot long term. Someone's asking about polka dot long term. Polka dot. I mean, I loved polka dot when it first came out. I can't believe it's back to six bucks again. It's insanity. I started DCAing at five and six bucks. It would go all the way to $54. So it do it about almost a 10 X. You know, we, if you were in my trading group, you did we easily, most people easily 10 X. I can always remember this time. I remember this. Like we were like dots of stable coin, dots of stable coin. And then it was just, it disappeared. It was like a joke. Because for so long, it would be like be four or five. It felt like you had so much time to accumulate. And that's what happens. Like you're sitting in these in these bear market times, these low times. And so like 37 bars, 111 days, and then next thing you know, you miss out and it's gone. And you're like, but I had 100 days to accumulate. And that's what will happen. We'll have a, you know, we'll get out of this. We'll start to flatten out. And then people will realize how much time they have before the market starts to rip again. And, uh... You either take advantage of those moments or you don't. The times that you don't, you learn. You're less it and you learn how to watch markets. That's kind of why bear markets are as important as bull markets. You get out of a bear market too early or too late or you don't stay in it to watch it. Then, you know, like the more bear markets you have, the easier it is to accumulate on the next one. It's a, And that's where the biggest money comes in. So it's almost like... If you just sat on my trade, if someone just sat on my trading group and didn't even trade for the next year, paid $99 a month and just watched price action with me as much as they could, maybe took a little trade here and there, used small amounts and like eventually got this education of what a market does. That's what I'm trying to teach people. Like everyone's trying to learn TA and I get it. You will learn technical analysis, but you also want to observe markets and you can't do that without observing markets. And to observe it with a teacher is even better. It's like going on a, uh, a tour with a tour guide. You can walk through the museum all you want, but that person's going to tell you, well, in the 17th century, this happened, that happened. There's just so much more to learn if you go with someone that's learned, right? So if you go through the markets with me, I believe, other than by yourself, you're going to learn so much. And with my 800 companions, companiones, right? Everyone that's here on the lot uh, that, that goes into the, uh, into, the, uh, into, the, um, into the trading group, right? And look at the gains. NMR. That was put out this morning at 5 in the morning yesterday. And today it bangs on you at 12 for 22.8% gains. My man. UFO, which I also had, but I was like, yeah, I'll let you both see because you had the exact same chart as me. So I'll let it run. But my man, 17% gains for UFO. UFO gaming. Vision Protocol made a little 31. And Spa, right? This one banged on him for a nice little gain there for 16.18% gains. And it was the flag outside of the falling wedge. When you see a flag after you break out of a wedge, a wedge out of a wedge, it's a high likelihood you're going to make a bit of a move, right? And then Cambria, right? Cat out of this flag for 45.63, right? AGIX was in this cup and handle. Was posted by two lifers on the second. They went over it precisely. And you can see it banged on you for 52% gains over time. We hit Reef. We hit XDB yesterday. We're hitting it again today. Um, pretty crazy, right? We hit XDB the day before that. It's just insane. These are two different trades. Yesterday, we put it out, and then we put out this little scalp that went up even more at the end of the day at 4 o'clock. An hour later, this would be banging for 23%. It was during... I actually was talking about this during the class. I was teaching class, and we posted this during class. So isn't that funny? If you were in a... What a class to be in. They were in class, and they watched this go up 23% during class. Like, class started at 3. I posted this at 4. By the time class was done at 5.30, this was up 23%. It's just crazy, right? Um... So yeah, APL, Apollo, which was in a nice channel, eventually would bang on them too. So not, you know, and Matter, who could have forgotten Matter? I threw it in this little channel. It would bang 70% 
from the 9th to the 10th. So just in the last three days. Um, and then look, I put this out on the three-day chart on September 28th. It would go huge, 88%. It would take, you know, three, one, two, three, four, five, 15 days. But my goodness, what a move, right? ERN had a little little move, another move. He likes that spa. And look, he first put out XDB even before this. I jumped on the bandwagon at the end. My man was nailing this. 99.66% gains out of XDB. So, I mean, and then Quant. Who could have forgot about this Quant move for 20%? I mean, this is all from the 7th to the 9th. All right. We kept harping on XRP. XRP was going to move. Vulcan Forge has been a nice one. He nailed High Noodle. There's another XDB. So he's been on XDB multiple times. This is insane. Like, two crazy hit. It was uh, the first gain, I believe, by David Kendall. A year ago, was in a beautiful channel. That thing banged on him. I did that while I was in Vegas. Unbelievable. And then XRP. Anyway, the testimonials are blowing me away, everyone. I woke up this morning. I got to read them both. This group is changing my life. I started investing in crypto in January of 2021, and I'm sure you can guess where that got me. I lost a lot of money. I watched BitBoy religiously all last year, and I found Sam when he was on ATB for the first time. He did things differently from everyone else I had seen come on the show. He was about the TA and not just about Market Cypher. He knew what he was talking about. I began to watch Sam every day and not listen to what any other YouTubers were saying. I saw him day in and day out posting games, so I joined the trading group, thinking I could just treat it like a signals group. I entered trades not having a clue what was going on, and I started out with leverage because that's what everyone else does, right? I can't, it can't be that hard. Well, I lost even more money after this and was basically back to square one. I paid for a copy of the beginner's course when it was discounted and I started to learn. Three months later, I'm obsessed with studying technical analysis and fine-tuning my strategy. I'm beginning to become a profitable trader and I'm only 22 years old. I work a software job every day and I'm constantly getting mocked uh, to, for having charts up in my free time and thinking Bitcoin has any true value. It's not even worth the argument, so I keep charting and focusing on what Lifer and the elites are doing. The past week, I've had the videos in the learning library and the beginner's course on repeat in my headphones. I've watched the beginner's course like five or six times now, and I'm also exercising daily, drinking lemon water, eating healthy, and discovering a relationship with God. <laughs> Sam has motivated me to live my fullest potential, and I couldn't be more grateful. Thank you so much, Sam. You're leading me to live in abundance at Thanksgiving. I will fire my boss and live my dreams. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. This guy said, I smoke weed for 10 years, 24-7. I may as well identify it as a plant. This group gave me life and the po this gave me positivity to quit and made something better of myself. So this testimonial is not just for Sam, but for everyone in the group that continues to shine so bright. It starts to wear off on others. I used to hang out with a lot of losers, but finding like-minded people showed me I can do way better. So thank you, Lifer and fam. You guys are all amazeballs. I have not smoked for two weeks now, and I'm feeling like a different human. When I get these testimonials, I feel this deep connection to God that goes through my whole chest into my heart and soul. Like it, it expands so big inside of me and I can feel a light like coming from the, the, the clouds, like coming into my head and like it fills my entire body and it's overwhelming. And like I cry because I have no other emotion because it's such a strong feeling.
I never thought in my life I would read such words about me. Like, about me. Like, do I deserve such praise? You know, I don't, I don't think so. But wow, man, if, if that's their truth, then they get to own that and so be it. You know what I mean? And I'm so sorry to break down, but what a blessing. And honestly, the high I get from these, there's no amount of money that could do anything for me. There's no amount of money that could do anything for me. Uh, like that, those testimonials, like they, they tear my heart out. They tear my heart out, you know? Thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you for being here. And you know, we got to get real sometimes on the stream. It's been a while, right? It's been a while. I've been keeping it, I've been keeping it hardcore for a long time. But, uh, you're the best, Sam. We love you and your realness. Thank you. Sam, you are reaching people and making a difference. Amen. Sam is so humble that even his opinions are always humbled. Sam, you're so sweet. Everybody loves you. Thank you, Crypto Jake. Um, touching hearts and making gains. Real men cry. <laughs> the Big Lebowski. You should learn more about how he was before and how he got through the hard times. Sam is changing lives, and that's why we, we call us the lifers. Yeah. Life-changing lives, baby. Life Revision Trading Course, 3 p.m. Established every Tuesday. Thank you, my man. Shout out to the gang. When you lead, write your tef- testimonials, you'll know you're in the right place. Thank you for saying that, Love Learning. Rodney Robinson, only here for the technical analysis. You're so funny, man. Uh, DXY, back in the channel. Anyone farming in Nominash? Nah, man. Chill. Uncle Sam, we love you. My daughter are grateful. They just left to the tournament. Maybe God bless them, man. Sam, are you ready for Mr. Power tomorrow? Are you going to stream? Isn't he at 8 p.m. tomorrow, too? I, I definitely think I will. I don't know if it's speech. It's minutes, though. We're going to see what it is. Wow. What a day. Right? So let's look at DXY real quick. That just, I didn't, you know, those just blew my mind. You know, they hit me hard. They hit me hard. Like that's someone's life. And they're talking about their life, like right there, you know. We want to see this roll over. Yeah, the 15 minutes, you know, back in the channel doing its thing. We want to see this roll over. Never left the channel in my mind, you know. I see sideways action till tomorrow. I see Bitcoin just kind of, kind of stuck and waiting for a while. You know, even Bookmap will show you something similar. We do get a bit of a short squeeze there. 4,000, 1,000, a little bit of short squeeze action. Tiny bit, and we see a little more liquidity up at 19,200. A big block down at 18,888, but it's so far away, it's kind of like a spoof block, you know? Spoof block is a block that may not actually really be filled. So, I mean, you see more liquidity at 19,200. To me, it's just all about 19,001. It's all about getting back above this this, uh, POC that we're above right now. Um, so we broke out a little bit, but just lackluster, right? There's just not a lot of volume today at all in the market. So it is what it is, you know? 
you can't surf if the waves aren't crashing, you know? And so you look at it that way. That is a double bottom, right? And you could say that as a measured move to the upside right there. Let's see if we could break on out. You know, the one hour is bullish. Can the one hour take care of business and get us back above resistance? So it's to me, it's simple as, as, as this, right? It's, it's like this. If the four hour or the daily cannot close above 19,200, then we're going to short the market. You know, I'm going to short the market. So if the in, and if we get above there and we can't close above 19,005, we short down to a lower area anyway. So like the bulls have to get us back above these local resistances areas, specifically the biggest one here is 19,006, which is the end of this liquidity zone. And we got to use a, this POC to bounce off of it. This local, this local point of control, 19,100. We've been at it the whole show for two hours straight going sideways. So it's sideways today. I don't know what else to tell you, everyone. Sometimes that's the price action and you got to watch it. I can show you what I would do depending on what situations occur. If this continues to fall and we make an M pattern, this is going to dump to the downside. Usually when you are sideways, you're dragging. When you're dragging, it's usually bearish, meaning you don't have the bullishness to push yourself above resistance. And if you can't break resistances, you're likely to dump to the downside. So look for this to make a bit of an M here and this could continue down. All right, area you're looking for all the way down here is about 18,750, 18,800, you know, unless you somehow double bottom again off 18,009 one more time. So to me, lack of bullishness means bearish, right? And then, and, but lately we're seeing almost both. And then I looked at the shorts and they look kind of sideways too as well. So, you know, this was a, this was a broadening falling wedge that was supposed to break to the upside. So far it did. And we go from there, right? So and that's what I got for the day for BTC. All right, everyone. Everyone, thank you so much for being here. Please comment, like, and subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications. You can find out when I post my next video. Remember, if you came to the channel, then you're already doing the right thing. Thank you for sharing these moments with me. Thank you for sharing these beautiful times with me. Uh, so a year and a half from now, time will change. Remember that. Uh, we could die tomorrow. Anything is possible. Remember these days. Remember these moments. Time will fly faster than you realize. It will be a year and a half. We'll go by like this. The halving will happen for Bitcoin. Another market will occur. And things will be ripping like they always have. So stay tuned, stay focused, stay loved. Everyone, thank you so much for being here. Please comment, like, and subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications. You can find out when I post my next video. Remember, if you came to the channel, then you're already doing the right thing. Shout out to all my moderators, CNC Ireland, Roddy Robinson, The Real Dad Bod, Love Learning, and everyone that dedicates their time, Anko Kuti, Butsu, Jamie, and all you awesome, beautiful people that are here on the live, All everyone that did roll call, everyone that told me where you were from, everyone that jumped on in, Chat revenue banging on them. Everyone here, thank you so much for being here. I greatly appreciate your time and your love. Um, without each and every one of you, I couldn't do it. So thank you. I'll be back tomorrow for another beautiful live stream. I appreciate it. And I'll see you uh, on the next live. Peace. Crypto is life. Be safe. Stay motivated. And I'll catch you on the next one. Thank you so much, everyone. Words cannot describe my true gratitude for each and every one of you. Words cannot describe my true gratitude. Thank you.